Welcome to Get You Fit Radio, the radio show that helps you lead a healthy lifestyle. I'm Irene Cook, your radio host, and I am going to talk about sodium today. Salt, also known as sodium chloride, is about 40% sodium and 60% chloride. And why am I talking about this today? Well, with the new year, everybody's talking about losing weight and everybody's talking about getting healthy, but this is something that very few people pay attention to. It flavors our food. It's used as a binder and a stabilizer. It's also a food preservative, as bacteria can't thrive in the presence of a high amount of salt. The human body also requires a small amount of sodium to conduct nerve impulses, contract and relax muscles and maintain the proper balance of water and minerals. It is estimated that we need 500 milligrams of sodium daily for these vital functions, but too much sodium in the diet can lead to high blood pressure, heart disease, and stroke. In fact, 655,000 Americans last year in 2020 lost their lives to heart attacks. Um, That's one in four deaths, um, which is an astronomical amount of deaths. And those all began with high blood pressure. Um, And that began with uh, their doctors telling them to watch their salt intake. Um, It can cause calcium losses, some of which can be pulled from the bones. Uh, Most Americans consume one and a half teaspoons of salt a day, which is 3,400 milligrams, Um, and this is way, way too much. Um, The U.S. dietary reference uh, intakes that there is not enough evidence to establish a dietary allowance or a toxic level for sodium, Um, and, and this is very difficult. But there is a daily intake uh, that is, is put out there. And um, for nutrition, nutritious levels, um, Americans are, are told that 2,300 milligrams a day is what is recommended. Um, however, if somebody is a heart patient or somebody is looking to reduce their sodium levels or their sodium intake, uh, they need to keep their levels more toward uh, 14 to 1500. In most people, uh, the kidneys have a hard time keeping up with excess sodium in the blood. As sodium accumulates, the body holds onto water and dilutes the sodium. This increases both the amount of fluid surrounding the cells and the volume in the blood and the bloodstream. Increased blood volume means more 
work for the heart and more pressure on the blood vessels. Over time, the extra work and pressure can stiffen these blood vessels, leading to high blood pressure, heart attack, and stroke. Uh, it can also lead to heart failure. There is a lot of evidence that too much salt can also damage the heart, aorta, and kidneys without increasing the blood pressure. And that is also bad for the bones as well. So all of these things accumulated um, are not something that is very concrete. Um, you, you can't see it, but our, our diets are just loaded with sodium. Um, it is a, uh, it's an ingredient that is, is everywhere. Well, with the, with the new year and with me being so in, insanely busy and everybody wanting to lose weight, um, I, I, I developed this, this 21-day uh, diet for my current members. Um, these are people that have lost weight with me. They've been successful, but they've they've gotten off the track of their habits. And so um, they understand what to do to lose weight. They, they understand, um, you know, the logging. They understand what protein is. They understand all the elements of, of weight loss. Um, but, but part of this diet was I created um, some, some protocol for them to follow. And in this, I told them that they needed to keep their sodium levels at 1,500 milligrams a day. Um, there were 150-ish people that signed up for this. And truly, not one person complained about the 1,500 milligrams a day that they had to consume of salt, which kind of surprised me. Yet, I wondered if people just were not aware of how low that number was. Um, and and I, I still don't really know if it was them being quiet about it or just not realizing how low it was. Well, then the first day of the diet began, and that was, I believe, on Monday or Tuesday, and my phone exploded. Um, by breakfast, by lunch, people did not know how they were going to get through the day um, with this low amount of, of sodium. Um, people were texting me, telling me that their eggs, their egg whites had sodium in there. Um, people were, were uh, at a complete loss by lunch because they had already hit 1,200. Um, they were in a complete tizzy. Um, and, and then I was getting texts about, um, it, it, can I have this natural salt? Uh, is natural salt better than table salt? Well, salt is harvested from salt mines or by evaporating ocean water. All types of salt are made of sodium chloride, the nutrient that contains this very minimally. Uh, salt is salt. And whether it is from a salt mine or uh, wherever it comes from, um, it is still sodium. Uh, I was getting questions about, well, this, this salt is from celery. Does It's natural. Is it still sodium? Salt is salt. Um, this sodium, unfortunately, is still treated uh, as a sodium milligram to your body. Um, kosher salt is a coarsely grained salt um, named for its traditional kosher food and preparation. Kosher salt does not typically contain iodine, but may have an anti-caking agent. It is still salt. So all of these different names, um, Himalayan salt, uh, it, it is still 
salt. It, it has different qualities. However, however coarse it is, whatever color it is, however it's harvested, um, it, it unfortunately will still cause these, these dangers and you still need to watch your levels. Um, so what I did was uh, later that day, I, I allowed everybody to continue on with their tizzy. Um, I let my phone explode. Um, I, I, I gave them some suggestions. I told them to start reading labels. Um, I let them manipulate their, their day and their ingredients. And I, I told them, I said, treat your diet like a jigsaw puzzle. Start taking out, uh, you know, sauces that you don't need. Start eliminating things that you don't need. And uh, they still they still couldn't do it. Very few people were able to. Um, the only members that were able to do it were people that were already heart patients or people that were already um, on the cuff of 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 danger uh, in their in their family, and they knew that they had to watch it. Um, so strategically, then at about five p.m. I sent them uh, the following email. Um, it was uh, sent to them, and it basically explained them that they that they were very very fortunate. Um, I said, "This, you were all faced with the challenge of seeing how hard it was to stick to 1,500 milligrams of sodium for the day. Virtually impossible. Then you were handed a meal plan that." is healthy, yet you still couldn't do it. Every single one of you tried to figure it out. You manipulated the ingredients like a jigsaw puzzle until you got as close as you could, but you still were unable to be successful. What does this mean? This means that if you were one in the four people who died last year of a heart-related illness, that started with high blood pressure, you would have wished that your doctor had you do what I'm about to do. It was a little bit of a challenge, and they were so relieved that uh, what I had done was a one-day trial of, of them not really having to keep to 1,500. Um, I went on to explain that 1,200 milligrams is what a cardiac patient is told that they need to maintain in sodium in a day, and that a healthy adult is allowed to have 2,600 milligrams. Um, I, I told them that the purpose of assigning them 1,500 is to bring awareness to their lack of knowledge on this matter, and it's also to tighten their, their, and enlighten their knowledge on how blessed they are to not be one of those one in four people um, that, that suffered from this heart attack. And I want to keep it that way. And I'm now sharing this with you because I want to share this knowledge with my listeners and, and everybody else that's listening. Um, so I urge them and I urge you to have your blood pressure taken. And if you don't have access to a blood pressure monitor, then go to CVS, go to Walgreens, or, or next time you go to the doctor, or think about the last time you went to the doctor, what your last recollection was. And, and these should be your sodium guidelines. Um, the following, um, if your uh, blood pressure is high, um, and, and your doctor tells you or the nurse tells you that your blood pressure is high, then you should keep your, your sodium levels at, at 1,500. 
Um, if your blood pressure is is elevated, um, then you want to keep it uh, somewhere in the 1800 uh range. Um, and if you have normal blood pressure, well, then you can keep your sodium levels at about 2300 to 2600. Um, so so this is for your own uh, knowledge. And this is for you to understand that sodium directly relates to the, the heart and the wellness of your heart. Uh, it is not just about your diet, and it is not just about you bloating. Um, it is about the pressure. It is about your heart health. It is about all the other elements um, and the functionality of your cardiovascular health. Uh, so to say the least, everybody was so happy that they got to have a higher amount of sodium. But shockingly, um, that one day that they were forced to try and uh, suit the lower number was life-changing for them because one day of having to look at labels um, and, and notice that there's actually sodium in egg whites and that there's sodium in, in fruits and in vegetables was mind-boggling and that that sodium counted as sodium. Um, and it, it brought up a, a, a flock of questions um, that I'm actually going to um, share with you and, and help you reduce the sodium levels in your daily activities um, and your daily intake and your daily eating. Um, so, so I'm going to share those with you. And if you're just joining us, you're listening to Huntley Community Radio, WHRULP. And I am talking about the dangers of sodium and that salt is salt no matter where it comes from no matter what color it is no matter how fancy dancy it is and it will impact your health and so these are the following ways that you can reduce your salt levels uh, you want to use fresh rather than packaged meats uh, fresh cuts of beef chicken or pork uh, contain natural sodium, but the content is still much less than the hidden extra sodium being added during processing in products like bacon or ham. Um, if a food item keeps well in the refrigerator for days or weeks, that is a huge tip-off that the sodium content is going to be extremely high. The next big tip is you want to choose fresh fruits and vegetables um, as well because they are going to be much less in sodium. Uh, canned and frozen fruits are also high in sodium. And uh, to, to also extend the knowledge on this is when you buy canned vegetables, they are sitting basically in salt water. It's a solution that manufacturers use to help preserve the food. Um, the packaging on there, the label includes the sodium that you see on the back, includes the sodium in the liquid that it sits in. Um, this includes tuna. This includes uh, any kind of canned good. Um, I'm assuming that you're not going to drink or consume the liquid that the beans are sitting in or that the you know canned chicken is sitting in. You're, go you're going to drain that. Um, so if you drain that, then the, the sodium level is going to decrease. Um, if you drain it and rinse it, then it's going to substantially decrease. So take a, uh, a can of beans, for example, and the beans on the back says that there's 1,000 milligrams of sodium total. 
Uh, if you rinse the beans and you drain the liquid, it's going to reduce by approximately 50%. So now you've saved yourself 50%. It's gone down to 500. And that's that's a huge, huge, huge salt savings, as I call it. <laughs> so, so keep that in mind. Um, and yes, I have drained my tuna. I do it all the time. Uh, there's, it will, it'll rinse that salt off um, and you'll taste the difference. It is definitely a lot less saltier and it will drive the amount of sodium down. So give that a whirl. Uh, begin reading food labels, no matter what. Um, sodium content is always on that label. Sometimes the higher the sugar content in a product, like uh, apple pie, for example, um, they, they put that, it will mask the high sodium content. So it's important to check every label for sodium. Um, don't let your eyes go to one thing if you're checking, uh, you know, apple pie, like I said, because naturally you're going to check the sugar of something sweet. Always check the sodium as well. You'll be surprised at how high some of the sweet things could be also in sodium. Uh, you want to compare various brand names because sometimes a, a generic brand might be much, much lower in sodium or vice versa. It really just depends on what type of preservatives the manufacturer is using. Um, and that, that has been a huge eye-opener to me. Um, you could have two products side-by-side side, um, that apparently look the same, cost the same, two different manufacturers, and you could look at the back, and there is a ginormous, if that's even a word, it is for me, um, savings on uh, salt. <laughs> All right, so next, select spices or seasonings that have sodium on their labels. Um, this came up a million times on Tuesday. Uh, people wanted to know if paprika had, had sodium suddenly. No one's ever asked me that in my entire career, but suddenly on Tuesday, everyone wanted to know if paprika had sodium. And my answer was, well, look on the label. If it's not listed, then it, it probably does. It's ambiguous. You don't know. Don't trust it. So when you buy your, your seasonings, look on the back. If it says sodium, it will contain the milligrams, and then you know. Uh, there are garlic powders that are free of salt, and then there's garlic salt, which is a combination of salt and garlic. So if you're going to season your, your chili or your beef stew, you want to get the powders, and you want to make sure you get ones that have zero grams of of sodium. More than likely, if you buy a garlic powder or a seasoning that has no salt, more than likely it's going to save it, say it on the front. It's going to be slathered with the words no sodium. Um, you might pay a little extra for it, but it will be worth it. Um, definitely, this is a big, big one. Before you eat out, you need to do your research. Visit the restaurant's website and look at the sodium content because this is going to be a buzzkill. Um, even the lowest uh, meals of caloric value are going to have the highest sodium content. Um, and, and some of my favorites have been ruined for me for life because of this. Um, you, you cannot expect restaurants to preserve their foods without putting them in a preservative. And it's not their fault. It does not mean it's low quality. Um, they, unless it's a, it's a farm-to-table 
restaurant, it has to be preserved. And the only way to do it is with salt. Um, I, I went to one of my favorite places, um, Seasons 52, and it's it's great. I mean, it's it's top line and you get everything's 400 calories or less. I, I had a really hard time finding anything on the, on the menu that was under 2,000 milligrams per entree. Um, and so it, it was it was mind boggling. So be really, really careful when you're dining out. Um, and if you do it occasionally, it, it's it's okay. But if you're doing it all the time and your sodium levels are through the roof, it's going to be problematic. Um, beware of products uh, that don't taste especially salty, but have a sodium content that is high. Um, because uh, things like cottage cheese, um, you know, again, it, it doesn't necessarily taste salty, but cottage cheese, for being as healthy as it is, 25 grams of protein for one cup, it's great, um, has close to 1,000 milligrams of sodium for one cup. So that's that's a hard one. And so you have to balance that in. Maybe not have a cup at a time or, or don't have that with olives, um, you know, on the same day or a pickle, which is hugely loaded in sodium. If you have elevated blood pressure, uh, dietary sodium restriction can not only lower your blood pressure, but it can enhance your response to blood pressure medications. So don't think that because you're on a beta blocker that uh, that is the answer to all of your problems. Um, taking a medication surely is going to help, but that is not your escape from the from the issue. You should still watch your sodium levels. A salt preference is an acquired taste that can be unlearned. It takes about six to eight weeks to get used to eating food with much saltier quantities of salt. But once it's done, it is actually difficult to eat foods like this because they taste way too salty. So you can undo this. Uh, and, and I know those of you listening have probably gone through periods in their life where you have have been on a salt kick where you feel like you need to add salt to everything and vice versa. You need to get used to not having it. Um, our, our taste buds have been tarnished over the years um, with these saltier foods and, and pre-made boxed food items, and we, we acquire a taste for more salt. So uh, teach your palate to not need it as much. The average adult does eat 3,400 milligrams of salt a day, and that's far, far more than the recommended 2,300 or 2,500 a day. Um, so these are the top 10 things that you need to strike out of your diet. Um, believe it or not, uh, breads and rolls are loaded. Um, that, that they are higher in salt than you think. That's one that you don't really realize. Um, pizza, extremely high. Uh, make it at home yourself. Check out my blog, www.getyoufitfitnessandnutrition.com. I have homemade pizza recipe that's to die for. Uh, sandwiches, as much as I love them, cold cuts and a side of pickle is going to put you way over your limit for the day. Um, and those cold cuts and cured meats, there's really no way around it. Um, I've looked everywhere, and even if you get low sodium cold cuts, it's it's really, really hard to stay within your limits. Uh, make your own turkey, make your own chicken, and slice those up for sandwiches, and you will be great. Uh, another really difficult one is soups. 
Um, a lot of soups have as much as a thousand milligrams per serving, and I'm talking a cup. Um, and and that's that's again a really difficult one because you can get a really low calorie nutritious soup, but it's it's high in sodium. So um, make your own and freeze them up, and they're as convenient as as anything else. Uh, burritos and tacos and and a lot of Mexican dishes are high in salt because of the cheese and the salty beans and seasonings. You can make your own at home. Uh, rinse those beans, like I just said, and and make your own uh, meat with your own seasonings. And and not only are you saving money, but you are saving yourself thousands and thousands and thousands of milligrams of salt a day. Um, another big one is savory snacks. Chips, popcorn, pretzels, snack mixes, crackers, these are loaded. Um, of course, it's part of the mix, you know, salt comes with snacks, but you can also um, choose lower and reduced sodium versions of these things. There are pretzels out there without the salt. You can make your own popcorn with uh, your own seasonings. And uh, I, I actually have a recipe also on my blog, so check that out um, and get your palate trained to less salt. Um, chicken. Rotisserie chicken, um, again, the saltiest thing out there, and that is why it tastes so good. Prepare it yourself. Um, put put a bunch in the crock pot, put your own salt-free herbs and blends in there, and I assure you, once you get used to doing this at home, you will not miss the rotisserie, not to mention all the added fat that's included. So hopefully this is going to help um, rinse out those those canned goods and you will notice not only will you feel better, um, not only will that scale drop, not only will you develop better habits, but you will make such a difference, not only on the outside, but on the inside. So watch those labels, watch that salt and have yourself a amazing rest of the day. Excuses now, I'm talking here and now. I'm talking here and now. Let's go. Your time is running out. I'm talking here and now. I'm talking here and now. It's not about what you've done, it's 